Welcome, welcome to episode number 61 of The Sith List. I am your host, Araj Dolachahi, and the guy sitting right across from me with those wonderful brown Carlos Buarguayo, <laughs> and the guy sitting left of me, the man they call Crunch Crunch, Les is more Gonzalez. Did yes, did, dude. I think we did it two weeks in a row. We're, we're nailing it in different know, versions, it, but we're nailing it. We're, na- we're, we're doing it differently, but we're still nailing it. All right. Awesome. <laughs> There's no confusion. Now... <laughs> We have a cool episode, a great episode tonight, because we're doing a home and home. For all you hockey fans, um, you might know what we're talking about, and basketball fans. In basketball and hockey, there's home and home series where the home team will play against, let's just say the Ducks, Anaheim Ducks will play the LA Kings at the Honda Center where the Ducks play, and the very next day, they'll play at Staples Center where the Kings play. It's kind of like kind of home and home series. Well, we have the man they call... Johnny Grosso on our podcast, the from making Star Wars podcast networks, Rogue One, a Star Wars podcast for winners, award-winning podcast, mm-hmm. Mr. Johnny Grosso. Yo, what up, Barrage? What up, Les? What up, Boo? How's everyone doing? Good. We good, are doing good. fantastic. Doing great. We're doing, thank you for coming I'm, on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you. Thank you for, um, thank you, thank you, thank you for thank the, you. Uh, the home at home, which uh, I don't watch hockey. Okay. I, I, I think I'd actually almost rather read a book than watch hockey sometimes. How wow. dare you? Okay. That's because yeah. how, many, how many hockey games have you been to, Johnny Grosso? I I did go to one, and it was exciting as shit. I'll admit that. Right. But so then I, I went home and tried to ice skate, and I couldn't, and I was like, fuck this sport. <laughs> See, that's what you that, did that's there. That's where you went wrong, bro. You tried to, like, emulate what you saw out yeah. there. You do a lot of, oh, I could do that shit. And next thing you know, you fall on your ass. Right. I have the yeah. same right feeling away. with golf. I, Snap a tailbone. When I, I, I can play majority of the sports out there, right? I can right. be at least halfway decent at most of them. But golf, awful. And, <laughs> and so I can't relate to it. So I just shut it down. I don't watch it. You know what I mean? So I, I understand, Johnny. And, he, and then the reason we're doing the home and home is because I'm going to be on Rogue One this week talking about the trailer that's going to drop. And we're going to talk about that later on. So it's, it's a very exciting week for us. So Yeah, dude. It's, it's, it's going to be fucking – there's a whole lot of man meat in the, in the next couple of days between yeah. us. Did you say man meat? 
I did. Yeah. I don't know if that. I don't know if I used it properly, but I heard it today. Hey, I felt it. I felt it properly. (laughs) They were like, they were all like in the back car, and they're like, "There's a whole lot of man meat in this back seat right here." It was like three dudes in like a fucking Honda Civic in the back. (laughs) Ooh, she was tight. Jimmy. Oh, I bet Shit it was, was tight, tight, man. Just squeezed. I want to ask who the butcher squished. was. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay, whatever. This is it's already gone south. There's like 30 seconds of this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, so you had a great night last night. I and did. The, and let me tell you, people, the reason I know he had a great night is because I had a major case of FOMO last night. Mm. Okay, because I was at a great concert venue. I was at the Hollywood Bowl, historic venue, watching a great band, Kings of Leon. They were amazing. Great band. It, great band. I love them. I've seen them multiple times and they were they were just, it was just a beautiful show. It was just amazing. But I kept looking down on my phone because <laughs> my friends, especially my friends on the East Coast, were having a great old time <laughs> all together, the Rogue One Army. And they were just, it looked like they, the joy on their faces. I just, it was, it was a beautiful thing. So yeah, how was that last night, Johnny? It was awesome. Let me let me let me run down the list. Yeah, please. All right. Um, there was Michael Pappas was there. Mm-hmm. Pappas. Um, Danny from Rogue One Army was there. Yeah, great guy. There was Colleen was there. Nice. Emily Emily Aww. Lind was there. What's up, Emily? Dominic. Oh, from Dom. Star Wars Underworld, who has been on your show, so your listeners definitely know him. Yeah, and they know Emily. Emily's been on twice, yes. too. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I, I mean, Emily needs no introduction. It's true. <laughs> true. Sorry, so I, I'll, all I have to do is say, like, M. And they're like, oh, Emily Lynn, Linda. They know. They know. <laughs> um, Robbo, a.k.a. Xerxes, from, yes. uh, from, from, from Twitter, RWA also. Nice. Um, I brought my friend Devin. She, she had a great time. And who am I missing anybody? Oh, uh, Fernando. Oh, did I Fernando? No, no, I don't think you did, but I saw Fernando. Fernando, I saw awesome. him in the pictures. He's a, he's a great guy. <laughs> Everyone there was all I got, and I hope I don't forget anybody. Yeah, so that's it. There are a couple people were no shows. Ollie, Ollie, and uh, and Rebecca had a family emergency, so oh, I'm yeah, not going Re- yeah, to. Yeah, that's right. Rebecca was not, supposed to go. Not busting her chops, but I'm going to bust Ollie's chops. Yeah, yeah bust those chops. <laughs> bust Ollie's chops. Feel, I almost That's photoshopped right. myself into that one of those goddamn pictures. <laughs> you you should, funny. dude. And I want it to be like, can you do that and make it like the worst Photoshop job ever? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can. Yeah, I was like, like, outside I wanted, during the day. But I almost did it during the concert, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, Boo just completely took my joke. Oh. <laughs> like the sun, he, like, Mirage is in the sun, and yeah. like we're in a dingy. <laughs> yeah. Everybody else is like zero lighting. He looks, oh. he looks like an angel in a, a dark stummy room. bar, and in the yeah. Rogers at the beach, dude. I got a JJ Abrams like laser flare, oh, laser glare. Well, th- I'm glad you guys had a blast, man. Now we have to wait for celebration, right? 2019, mm-hmm. and maybe, hopefully, not. Maybe sooner for you, my man. Somehow, some way, you got to get your butt down here, or, or we got to get yeah. there. Yeah, Cala, California is a possibility for uh, for a summer vacation for me. Oh, very cool. That, that would be amazing. We'll take the, you out to only, all the spots here. <laughs> yeah, the only thing that would slow me down or stop me from doing it or maybe put it off a year is because, you know, it'll be summer 18 and then like Star Wars Land or, or what's it called again? Galaxy yep. something? Galaxy's yeah. Edge. Galaxy's Edge. The Galaxy's Edge is, is 2019. So yeah, it almost ce- be and like, celebration will be that same year, mm-hmm. right? So I don't. I should almost either like not go to California this summer or just skip and save up for next yeah. summer and just yeah. do it twice as hard. Yeah, go yeah, nuts. that's yeah. true. Or you can go. But to here, both. 
<laughs> or I could go to both. That'd be a little rough. But um, here's a public service announcement. Okay. If ahead. you if you are like, oh, I don't know if I can afford it or I don't know if it's worth it to make the trip to see all these like Star Wars uh, friends, internet personalities, et cetera, Rogue One Army, Sith Listers, you know, it is. It's the moisture farmers of Blue Harvest. It's completely worth mm-hmm. it. Like, max out the credit cards. Come because it's like an amazing experience, dude. It's an amazing experience. It really. I was is. saying shit. Yeah, they were asking me. Like the best part was like they were asking me things I would never say like on a podcast or like in writing. And I was like, I'll fucking tell you anything right now. I got some beers in me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah I, and I, uh, I definitely experienced Johnny Grosso with beers in them. Yeah. It's a good yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's a, it's a wonderful yeah. thing. <laughs> Well, I'm glad yeah. you had fun, man. I'm glad you had a blast. And, and it looked like you guys had a great time. I'm so happy for everybody that was there. And uh, fuck you all for being there, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we were, I, I actually looked up flights as of last. I, was, I told my papas this. Uh, I looked up flights as of two days ago. Just what, to see. Why did you do it to you, well, well, just to see. Lorena actually did it for me. Oh. She, she looked up flights to see if there's a crazy deal that we can get. You know, with all this cocoa stuff going on, it just killed any kind of you know, trip that we were planning. Les was planning to come with us too. Les and Boo. Yeah, but oh, I've, nice. I've been hit by a shit storm called life. So yeah, yeah. Les has also it, been hit. Uh, really fucking sucks. But uh, yeah. It's been a rough, we'll leave it at it's that. Been a rough month. Thank yeah. God October started starting off good. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Starting off good. And there's a big enough group of people in the tri like state area. So like next New York comic con, like if you don't want to wait for a celebration or what have you, mm-hmm. like, Make make it a make it a like a weekend trip. I'm not talking to everybody to get to New York, and yes. then like we'll have like we'll have that one big like hangout. Like yes, and it was like it was like a lot of fun. Like mm-hmm. definitely cool, definitely cool. It's my favorite city in the world. Anyways, I love New York, and 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 having everybody there. At, oh God, that would be just that would be amazing, man. Yeah, we're gonna try to do it next year. We're definitely gonna try to do it next year. That'd be amazing. All right, let's give out the shenanigans real quick. You can find us the Sithless on Twitter at the Sithless. Boo. At the Sith List, boo. Crunch, crunch. At Less Is More 78. And Johnny Gross, where can they find your amazing Twitter handle? At Rogue One Johnny, and that's one with a W. That's right. And you can find Rogue One at where all the great podcasts are played. It's a wonderful podcast. Star Wars. Even if you're not into Star Wars, listen to it because you'll have a blast listening to the guys just shoot the shit every single week. So we sure we definitely try to be more than just Star Wars talk. Yes. We're definitely like kind of going for that like serious XM vibe or just like, you know, just having fun talking about various things, but it's the theme is always going to be Star Wars. Exactly. But there's uh there's a bunch of stuff involved yeah. in, in between. And, and it's, it's hard to it's hard to explain. Just give it like listen to 3 episodes. Give me 3 episodes of your time and you will be a rogue winner. That's right. That's right. That's all it took. It took me half an hour. I was like, I'm in. I'm in. And you can find our stuff, by the way, on um, Facebook at symbol, the Sithless podcast. You can find us on Instagram, the Sithless and on TeePublic. Our merchandise is there. Mm -hmm. So if you want to buy a phone case. (laughs) <laughs> or some stickers, which we've been selling stickers. Well, yes, stickers, That's which great. is uh, yeah. people are into our stickers, hey. evidently. Well, yeah, they're you. great. Like you put them on a laptop. Yeah, That's shit. Great, thank you so much, and thank you for the support, people. We really appreciate mm-hmm. it. Definitely. And that's about it. Now let's get into some stuff because there was it was a big week. <laughs> yes, it was, and it's going to be a bigger week starting Monday. <laughs> uh, let's talk about the box office. 
This is from Mojo, boxofficemojo.com. Blade Runner 2049 made $31.5 million. Mm -hmm. The Mountain Between Us, that's Kate Winslet and Idris Elba. That's right. Made $10.1 million. And still in the top three, It Jesus. made $9.6 million. I think It has gotten over $500 million, half a billion worldwide. That's Damn. crazy. Yeah. For a crazy. Whole crazy. And it's definitely worth all the accolades. It was great. Yes, definitely. Yeah, worth every penny, worth everything. Now. Look, crow- clowns are creepy, man. It's it's Americana. <laughs> clowns are very creepy, man. Very creepy. I don't know if you guys do this in New York, but our amusement parks down here turn into Halloween craziness. Then there's Halloween haunted nights. There's there's clowns and mazes and it's just insane. Um, do yeah, they, do, we do that I live yeah, yeah. I live like 20 minutes from uh I'm, I'm in New Jersey by the way, douchebag. Um, yeah, I know. I, I, have, know uh, I know you're in Jersey, but I mean you you're close to New York. You're in the in the tri-state New York metropolitan area. Yeah, but New Jersey we 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 have we have great adventure. So Six Flags great adventure and and they uh they do fright fest, which is okay. uh really cool. Yeah, okay. they do that here at our at our uh, Six our Flags. Six Flags, yeah, Magic Mountain. Yeah, the the coolest one though, Universal Studios. They're studio heads and they're they're well, they're makeup artists and they're special effects guys. Yes. They do amazing work at theirs. So they have a Shining maze, they have a Walking Dead maze, mm-hmm. they have uh, yeah, shit. they take advantage of their properties. Yeah, and, it's and crazy. Blow them up in the crazy mazes. Yeah, and, it's crazy. What is that Horror Nights? What'd you call me, dude? <laughs> It is horror nice. Let's yeah. move it on. is, yes. Let's okay. Move on. <laughs> all right. So the number one movie was Blade Runner 2049. Mm-hmm. And all three of us saw it. I don't think Johnny Grosso saw it. Johnny, did you see it? No, but you feel free to spoil and, and like um I haven't seen I saw the original Blade Runner when I was like ten or eleven or twelve. Yes. <laughs> Didn't okay. really love it. Um I'm going to rewatch it, the original, and then I'm gonna go see you know, but I'm not like, please talk about it. And I can give you the what the fuck perspective, okay. you know, like mm-hmm. I know nothing perspective. OK, yeah. perfect. Now, let me go. Uh, I'll go first. I, I was, I'm in the same exact boat as you, Johnny. I saw it when I was about 12 years old and I hadn't watched it till last week. I watched it last Thursday and I went and saw the movie on Friday mm-hmm. or Saturday with less. I didn't remember any of the movie. I watched the final cut is that's the cut that. Ridley Scott wants you to watch. Not the director's cut, because he didn't get to mess with it as mm-hmm. much as he wanted. Not the original, because the studios were fucking with him the entire time. <laughs> the final cut is the one that he wants you to watch. So I watched that one. No now, Yeah. And, okay, so whew, it's it's a hard movie to explain. Not to explain, but to analyze, because it's, it's a piece – to me, it's a piece of art. The original. Mm-hmm. It's like film noir, but in science fiction. Like, who the fuck does that, right? Mm-hmm. It's very, very old school detective, the music, special effects for the time, unbelievable, and mm. they still hold up. Yes. Oh, I mean, I'm t- for even, the original even Lor- Blade Runner. Yes. Even Lorena watching yeah. it goes. No, they, they, when they did they film up, this? It's starting to starting to slip in my eyes. No, because I, I remember I saw it. I, I can't even remember when I saw it. I saw it as a kid, then I saw it again later, yeah. and then I saw it. For a third time, and I'm like, this started to started to slip a bit. It still looks very good, uh-huh. especially back then. It would have blown my mind. Yeah, but now, 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 I think it's starting to slip a bit. But it uh-huh. is still looks very good. Okay, but it's starting to. Slip, okay, I okay, think. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I I still thought it held up. It holds up, and and it looked like it's a lot of it was practical effects, mm-hmm. right? 
Uh, Harrison Ford was amazing. Rutger Howard was great. Sean Young was great. I mean, the the movie was great. It's long. It's slow. It drags like a motherfucker. (laughs) But as a piece of art, like film, Ridley Scott nailed it back then. Okay. So we went and saw this one in 3D in an IMAX theater. I, I was blown away. Yes. I mean, after the movie, I looked at Les and I said, what the fuck was that? That was, <laughs> yeah. it was, it was crazy. It was, it was, the tone was just like the original, mm-hmm. in my opinion. It was very slow. Very, very slow. It, it dragged mm-hmm. a, a bunch of times, but you knew why it was dragging mm-hmm. and you understood why it was slow. They needed to fit a lot of information in and there was no other way around it. No, but not this, at all. But yeah. the visuals, there's the best 3D that I've ever seen. Mm. Be- only because it didn't. I didn't feel like I was watching 3D, and you felt like you were immersed in that world. And it was it, seamless. It was awesome, man. Yeah. And I'll I'll let you talk next, Les, in the move. But it was hands down. It, it nailed it, mm-hmm. in my opinion. And I bet you it's going to be nominated for best picture. It's going to be nominated for Just Best Picture. Just because of how well it was filmed. and, and How yeah, well it exactly. was produced, how well it was filmed, how well mm-hmm. it was directed. It was it was a better movie than Arrival to me, and Arrival was nominated for Best Picture. Mm-hmm. So, And it, by the way, same director. Yes. I just – again, I, it was – if you look at it as a piece of art and not just going in there and seeing entertainment and seeing things blow up, it was a great movie. If you go in there just to sit down and just watch a film, you know, like you go see Godfather and Godfather 2 – it, they're one of the greatest movies of all time, but it's not like it's nonstop action. It's a, it's a story that's you know dragged along for two and a half hours. There's action here and there, but the overall film, when you step back and look at it, you're like, wow, that was a fucking amazing movie. At the end of this film, I looked at Les and I was just like, I was kind of blown away, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So yeah, uh, yeah, go yes, ahead, Les. I'll let you uh, take take it away without spoiling anything. I don't want to spoil it for people. No, uh, we'll, we're not. We'll talk about details to... later on next next week or next. Yeah, couple but, of weeks, but it definitely, like Araj said, I agree with him. Uh, don't go in there expecting this action packed sci fi, uh, like kind of like Valerian or or even Star Wars, where just all kinds of stuff is going on. It, there's going to be some slow parts because that's what film noir is. It's always the detective, you know, beating the beaten feet and getting out there and, and doing what he has to do and doing all the dirty stuff, digging up things. So you go on the journey with Ryan Gosling's character and you're immersed in that world. You feel like a part of it. And then the music is <gasps> top notch, top notch, just right it? there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, exactly. The music, it surrounds you. It drags you in it pulls you in. And it was great. I mean, just sit there. It wasn't too long. It was perfect as far as I go. It wasn't too long as far as the movie goes. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, I saw Final Cut before that, and it still holds up. Oh, I'm sorry, Carlos. Does. You're being outvoted here, buddy. <laughs> you're just going to get outvoted, dude. It still holds up. It was great. And to see how it still carried. The effects are different now, and they're able to use more CG and more of the facial stuff. And Oh, my God. Guys, there's a scene. Sorry, Les, but there's a scene yes. before I forget. There is one scene that I'm not going to really say. It's between Ryan Gosling and two women. And the way that they did this scene. Now I'm paying attention. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was one of the coolest things I've ever seen in film, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. with 3D. It was, mm-hmm. it was, uh, I don't want to ruin it, but it was oh unbelievable. God. It was like a 3D. threesome. Okay. It was a threesome, <laughs> but it wasn't a threesome. No, it was. It was, but it was. 
But when you when you really think about it, it uh, I don't want to. No, it was. Yeah, it was. It was a threesome. Was yeah. it? Was it, was it like the three shells in that um, no. Sandra Bullock, Sylvester no. Stallone movie? Like, <laughs> the virtual, no, great movie too. no, you're right. No, the, the virtual reality sex, yeah. the VR sex, it was that, but like it was that times Real. a thousand. Yeah. yeah. So it, it was with if, actual if standing in front of you. Gonna be, yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. There's going to be a I lot of non-human interactions but it, but going it, on. It was a beautiful scene too. It wasn't just like, you you know, wow, they're going to get it on. It was mm-hmm. actually done really well. Yeah. It was really well. Oh, Go my on, God. Liz, I'm sorry. I just you sound didn't. like one of those people in the 70s. I'm telling you, dude. <laughs> I, it was it was great. It was great. Yeah. It was a beautiful fucking movie. Very, very beautiful. <laughs> it was. No, I mean, to sit there and you're just, you're wide-eyed. It's an IMAX. So it I'm glad epic. that you were two seats away from me because we would have maybe done some stuff there. Yeah, but the, the ah. lady sitting next to me was kind of upset. No, yeah, I'm I know. <laughs> that wasn't butter on your popcorn, by the way. It wasn't. Oh, jeez. No, back to what I was saying. It was definitely worth sitting and watching. I, you know what? The, the money it made it seems about right. Well, they were expecting. Uh, unfortunately, they were expecting about forty-five million dollars. Oh, well, that million. that's about right too. Well, but, hopefully, word of yeah. mouth gets out. Mm-hmm. It's it's a two-hour and forty-five-minute movie, so people see that, especially millennials, and they'll freak out. <laughs> I read a whole article about that. How they will look at that length of film and, and they, they go, no. "Fuck this!" Well, yeah. they, they have an eight-second attention span, so they're fucked. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Your attention span is very short, right, Carlos? <laughs> Kiss my ass, last, all right? <laughs> My attention span is. And by the way, do you need to see? And I think you do. Do you need to see the original to enjoy this more? And for me, it's a hundred percent. It helps. Yeah, Yeah, it it helps. It definitely helps. So, unless you're giving it a Sithless seal of approval, big time. All right, Carlos, I'm worried about this one because I haven't (laughs) talked to him about this, and I'm worried about this Uh, one less. Yeah. No, no, Boo. and, And let me preface this: Boo is the kind of guy that if he goes to a movie and he sees a lot of action and stuff. And it, it, if I'm inter- if, if he's I'm entertained, entertained, he's good. Yes. Okay. Yes. If I'm entertained, then yeah. I'm a happy camper. Okay. It could be, it could be ridiculous, like uh, fast or uh, Baywatch, Fate of the Furious. It, that was ridiculous, but I was entertained. Right. Yeah. I okay. I, I know what I'm watching. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead, please. Uh, one though, with this, this is a. You guys are right. You know, um, basically going to say whatever you guys said. It is very slow. I think it is too long. It is too long. I think some of the scenes drag on. I, I understand the dragging on because you have to create a sense of importance and tension, but I think they did that too much. I think, I think you, you lose, there's, there's a certain amount of time that you have to create, uh, tension in a scene with the music and the, and the, and the, uh, and the emotion of the actors. And then at a certain point, you got to cut it off because people are going to start being like, okay, come on. Yeah. You know, that can, I, th- I think they were, they were flirting with that a bit too much. And sometimes they dipped into the negative part of that a bit too much, but no, it, yeah, visually it is incredible. Um, the, the, the story is very good. I don't know. We get we, I, at some points, not that I felt bored, but I was like, come on, let's it, it felt like the train would chug a chug a chug. And then, see. and then they would turn off, they would turn off the engine yeah. and then they would have to chug a chug a chug again. I like a steady right. movie. It did drag, it did drag and it, and it moved forward well. And it was uh, a very good story. I was, I was intrigued the entire time and there's a good twist and all that. There is, right? There's a very good yeah. twist. So, so that was, that was good. But I, I felt that sometimes that the, you know, the, uh, the car was rolling and they would cut off the engine and then turn the car back on. Okay. You know, mid roll kind of thing. But uh, overall, yeah, it's a good movie. I would recommend to see it in theaters because yes, uh, and big the, format. Yeah, it, the visuals and the sound is it really, really good. 
It's yeah. incredible. Yeah, it is. The visuals are incredible. Mm-hmm. So, so ahead, IMAX, man. Dolby, Atmos, like the yeah. full nine. Atmos, yeah, Atmos. Yes. Go for it, yeah. It, it yeah. was. It's visually just. It mm-hmm. is incredible. Mm-hmm. And it, I know some people don't like 3D because it distracts them, and I get that. Uh, but this one, I'm telling you, if you watch it in real 3D, which is different from the other ones, the digital 3D and the yeah, IMAX yeah. 3D. I couldn't even tell I had glasses on mm-hmm. a bunch of times. Yeah, there wasn't like a bunch of stuff all over the place. Right. It was just... Right. See, so yeah, it has to be in, done correctly. I think yeah. a lot of people use 3D yes. just for 3D's sake. Yes, exactly. It has to be done at the right points, and it has to be no. not just, oh, look, there's glass flying at my, fla- uh, my face. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. This was just yeah. right. Yeah, it was perfect. So please this, go see it. it. Please watch the original mm-hmm. before you go see it. Because then you're going to go, well, I don't even know what this is kind of the feel of this is. Yeah. If you watch the original, you'll know why the director made the movie the way he did. But and one warning, if you do not like the original, if you do not like it. the original, you're not going to like this. Don't I'm telling you right now. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Do you're, not go see it. So yeah, if you want to save your money and you're not, you're wishy-washy, watch the original. If you're not going to finish the entire movie because it's a long movie yeah. and it drags on, do not waste your money. Well, right. I have a question. It, wouldn't this be considered part of the like Mount Rushmore of geekdom or sci-fi? Well, Blade Runner itself? Yeah, like yeah, you sure. would have Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Star Trek. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, Blade, Blade, Runner, Blade Runner Blade Runner came out the same weekend as when E.T. came out. If I'm not mistaken. And it didn't get the hype that it deserved back then. But mm-hmm. then all of a sudden it became this cult classic. Mm-hmm. And people went, oh my God, this is, this is incredible. I, I incredible. missed out on this. Yeah. Right. So um, well, movies movies that like are slow. like like So I've listened to everyone say their piece. And you, you all really stress the slow, slow, <laughs> slow. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're really not selling me on this movie. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, but, yeah. yeah. Okay, no, you're being me, you're being honest. You're being John, honest, but John, like let me we just live say this. This movie will be a mandatory watch for for students in film school, and because Blade Runner was, I remember yeah. at the Blade Runner, we had to watch Blade Runner again, the director's cut in college when I was I was going to school. This one will be the shots in the film, mm-hmm. the way the sound editing is, and the editing of the film and the visuals. It, it will be one of those movies where they're going to have students are going to have to watch it and talk about it, and mm-hmm. write stuff about it. So it's that kind of film. Yeah, I mean, you know, like so Terry Gilliam type yes. shit. It, like, yes, that's right. Um, who's Gilliam's that guy that um he did the Thin Red Line? Terrence Malick. Uh, Thank yeah, you. Terrence Good job, Russ. Terrence Malick. Terrence Ma- like the Terrence tree of Malick. Life. Yeah. Yes. So Terrence Malick is like this Hall of Fame director that everyone loves. I think every one of his films are a piece of shit. Okay. <laughs> like, like the Thin Red Line is three hours long, oh, and I no, think no. thirty minutes of it's really exciting and fun to watch. The rest of it is like uh, a moving picture. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of that one. So that's kind of how you're selling Blade Runner, except like sci-fi-ish. Yeah, it, it, it's like that. But I think the visuals alone and, and the way the film is made will carry it for you. Let's like Boo said. He said he was intrigued the entire time. Mm-hmm. The, you'll be intrigued the entire time. The story's strong enough. They tie in the original in a great way. Uh, Do I need to see the original? Yes. 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 Okay. See, see the final cut. See the final cut. And if you liked, if you watched the original again and you went, okay, this is pretty cool, then definitely go see it. If you watched the original and said, oh shit, this is not as good as I thought. Yeah, what the hell? Yeah. Then it's, ju- it's just as slow as the original. That's all I'll say. 
you know that 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 um that thing that we have to get free movies, the little black stick. Yes. Not you, Les. The, the, like the, <laughs> I was about. just about to say that. God damn it. Wow. Johnny took it out of my fucking, my fucking head. <laughs> yeah, did, did I take it out of your mouth? I was about to say his little I took caramel little, macchiato. I took, well, yeah, I'm light-skinned, so it's not black. It's but caramel macchiato. Fine. That's okay. It's caramel macchiato. And it ain't little, but let's keep going. <laughs> yeah. Can thing. I yeah. can I find the the final, what's it called, the final edit? Final yeah, cut. you want it? Yeah, you can definitely find the final cut on Les's little black stick. Absolutely. Okay. Yes, because that's where I st- I found it, and then I found it again on Amazon, and then I actually paid for a rental because the little black stick wasn't working for me that night. <laughs> and Les has that problem multiple times a night, but not really, people. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Get Les, we're yeah. <laughs> All right, so there it is. So, but here's the thing, Boo. Do you give it the Sithless seal of approval? If you've seen the first one and you like the first one, yes. Okay. All That's right. a lot of ifs, man. That's a lot of ifs. Not well, selling I'm me. So, I'm sorry. <sighs> yeah. I'm not going to say go see it's something. Not a when you're, I'd, approval, I'd rather them dude. not see it and not bash it. Okay. That's so what we, I'm saying. We cannot it, give it, it a good full Sithless seal of approval because Boo is not giving it. Two out of three That's stars. That's fine, Boo. Ain't, ain't and we don't have to give it a, a, every movie the, put, the put, stamp. Put the stamp back, yeah. Yeah, put the stamp back. How do I not see someone's tweets but I don't want to like – Unfollow them. How do you? Not you can see mute them. Oh, you can mute. Is them. that what it is? You can mute somebody. Yeah. Do they know I mute them? Uh, I don't think so. I'm not sure. Oh, I'm Carlos, not sure, you're I'm, getting set up here, dude. You're I'm about to pretty, get unmuted. Uh, I'm pretty sure that you can just <laughs> mute them. You could. You could probably look it up. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Not to say that I've done it before or anything. Or. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't want to be a dick. Uh, but I don't want to see what you say. Yeah. <laughs> I just. All right. I just had to mute somebody. Yeah. Just no. too much. There's too, too much, right? too much, too much. I hear you. <laughs> let's 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 move on and let's talk a little Game of Thrones. I know Game of Thrones mm. is over. What for this season? <laughs> yes. What? And we, yeah, and then we have to wait till 2019 to get a fucking Game of Thrones. It seems like the end of time. Yeah. yeah it's when we're going on to, into rides in Star Wars land. Yeah. We'll be watching Game of Thrones, right? <laughs> but the cast is already teasing. About how next season's gonna be. Mm-hmm. So, John Bradley, aka Samuel Tarley, he recently spoke about season eight's content and he was on comicbook.com. This is what he had to say, which has made me excited about this. I think what we used to call episode nine in Game of Thrones folklore, the episode where everything comes to a head and you get a lot of spectacular sequences, I think you're gonna get six episode nines this year. Wow. Yeah. You, well, you can, yeah. yeah, isn't it rumored that each episode is going to be like two hours and two hours plus? Yeah, there's I'm rumor gonna, that there's going to definitely going to be longer, and then last one's going to be two and a half or two twenty mm-hmm. or something like that. Uh, he he also went on to say you can tell that because we got the directors who have been in charge of some of the most huge set pieces in the past doing episodes all throughout the season. Mm. So they went to the uh, well to get all the best big production mm-hmm. ones. So that's a great sign, and maybe. We're going to get the last one in a fucking theater. Can you imagine? No. I've been pushing this on this podcast. Since HBO likes taking my shirts off the fucking uh, T Public, maybe somebody's listening, like an intern or somebody from HBO. Fucking have that last one. Well, yeah, well, Adam's Adam's a friend. Uh, Somebody else is fucking taking our shirts off. It's fantastic news. I am very excited. If every episode, and I thought this last season, every episode was pretty epic. Mm -hmm. You know, there was one or two that. No. Yeah, yeah, I, I got. I know you didn't like the last one. Yeah, no. After 
after the dragons, uh, what was the episode where the dragons fucked up the army? Episode four, and James- I believe. Episode what? I think it was episode four. four. No, 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 no. It was it's like it was like six from the last. But I'm so, how many episodes? All right, let me let me work backwards. How many episodes were there this past season? Eight or nine? It was seven. Oh, was it? It was seven, seven? episodes, and then the last season is going to have six. There's going to be thirteen episodes okay. total for the last then two episode, seasons. That's why I said four. Then, then it was episode, episode five. Yes, thank you, Les. Episode five was like the dragon episode where they fuck up Jamie's army and Jamie oh, like almost dies. Best. Right, yes, right, right. That was the best episode. So I'm watching episode five and I'm like, oh my God, next week's going to be the better than this one. And it wasn't. And then I was like, all right, they're going to end with a great finale. And it wasn't. (laughs) So like they peaked too soon. Like episode five was the memorable episode. And then like I really felt let down episode six and seven because five was so awesome. You didn't like the episode where... um, I liked it. Yeah, but you didn't think it was as epic. No, like... That they should have they should have had that that scene that that episode be the second to last because that's kind of what they do right the second to last yeah, is the most episode, epic episode. Is, yes yeah is the most epic mm-hmm. so when that was the third to last episode I was like you know they could have like turned water into wine and I would have been like mm, I'm not impressed yeah <laughs> that one episode was the most epic thing that I've ever seen on television at least. So yeah, I just want to throw that out there, get a little excited. I know there's no Game of Thrones. There's there's no news out there. So at least I had this fucking Samuel Tarly <laughs> throwing something at us. Now, I know there's a lot of listeners. We don't watch Rick and Morty. I do. You watch Rick and Morty. Yes, sorry, I do. Les does. And I've heard nothing but amazing things about it. So I'm going to start binging it. You should, yeah. And our and our friend, our mutual friend, Haas Burkhart, loves this show to death. Oh, hey, hey. Right? Hey. So Rick and Morty has some news. Okay, but it's not what I wanted. Well, maybe next time you won't be such a dumb piece of and you can pick for yourself. That's not nice. What's that? Did you just have a controversial thought? No. That's what I thought, bitch. So I just want to throw it out to all the Rick and Morty fans. Rick and Morty has captured the imagination of Adult Swim audiences ever since it debuted in 2013. And it's a loose Back to the Future parody, which you were talking about, right? Yes. Cartoon Network has officially announced that Rick and Morty has achieved an impressive milestone with its third season. The Adult Swim cartoon has formally become number one rated comedy with adults in the 18 to 24 and the 18 to 34 demographic. That's fucking huge. That that's very good. big, yeah. Yeah, that's, it's unbelievable. So uh, that's going up against heavy hitters like Saturday Night Live, Modern Family. Big that- Bang Theory. Hi, I was going to catch the Big Bang Theory tonight and wondered if you wanted to come over and watch. What? What? What is that? It's a comedy. It's on CBS. I'm really into it. I don't want to watch that. So in that demographic, from 18 to 24 and then 18 to 34, Rick and Morty has been, is number one. That's ridiculous. This came from Variety, by the way. So do you watch Rick and Morty? No, I don't. Yeah, I don't either. I don't either, but I've heard just amazing things. Yeah, I don't, I don't avoid it. I, haven't, I just haven't gone to it yet. Yeah, me either. So what's the appeal here, Les? Like, you watch the show. What, I heard it's smart. Comedy. It's, very smart. it's a very smart comedy. I think that's what Haas said, right? It's smart people trying to write the dumbest thing mm-hmm. they can do. Yeah. So, yeah, it's first of all, his name is Rick Sanchez. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. It so that alone is just right. badass. So he's running around. He's like an intergalactic time traveling super genius. Yeah. It's just the appeal is that it's just a journey. Each episode is just takes you to different places. Like people said, people who work for NASA mm-hmm. just get together and go, okay, so take Star Trek and then just turn it into a comedy and then take it to like the darkest depths you can take it to. Take it to the most 
surreal. Just it's the range is what's okay. awesome about okay. it. Yeah, it's just awesome, man. They just they cover everything. There's always a counter to the counter. There's always something going on, and it's really fun to great. And the truth is, is there's so many episodes out now that you guys can, like Johnny said, you never got around to it, or you just haven't gotten around to it. You can catch some and like literally blow through like three episodes. And are they hour twenty two minutes? They're 30 like minutes? thirty minute episodes. Okay. So Good. it's so twenty two minutes. Yeah, because with the commercials, yeah, so it right. cuts down to twenty two. Okay, cool. I'll start watching. Do I have to watch episode one, or I can just hop in anywhere? You can hop in anywhere. That's yeah. That's what I do. You don't. I, you don't I, have to watch episode one. So you could be watching an episode, and it'll be this this season. Actually, the season finale just happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it did. if I'm not mistaken, it, it just happened last week. Um, last week. Yeah, John, is there any new shows that you've been watching at all? There's tons of new shit out there. The Orville, the new Star Trek. We haven't talked about. I, I haven't watched it. I tried the Orville. They lost me. They lost you the on the second fir- episode. First, for, okay, second nope. episode. The first episode had me. I was like, okay. And I kept thinking like Galaxy Quest, Galaxy Quest, and uh, but I gave it a shot. And then the second episode, they lost me. I was like, uh, dumb, da dum, dum. That sucks. <laughs> I watched this the first, show. I watched dumb. the first episode, and I was like, okay, this is interesting. And I, and I haven't watched the second one. So, that, yes, it goes down. I I didn't watch, I didn't try episode three or four because like, I mean, I am look. I I've got a lot of shit going on. I don't have a whole lot of time. So if a show like they have to prove themselves to me and like, so I gave you a shot. And if you don't, if you don't grab me, then that's your fault. You know, you've got millionaires hiring people for hundreds of thousands of dollars to shoot and and write this shit. If you can't hold my attention, then like, that's your fault. It's not my fault for not giving you eight episodes until I like start to see where you're coming from. No, fuck that. Grab me. Let's go. Yeah. (laughs) No, then the first two or three episodes, the most important. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah. Have you you watched Narcos yet? No. Hijo de puta. But that again, that's the first season I loved. Okay. I haven't even watched season two yet, let alone season three. Okay. Okay. So definitely watch. It's, it's two on my three. list. It's just as good. Mm-hmm. And you love. You know what happened? Season. You know what happened? It's your fucking fault. Like every summer, I'll binge watch a show. Right. And that was actually I was going to catch up on, on on Narcos, but you had your fucking Sith list episode. About the Sons of Anarchy. And Ooh. I was like, so I spent July and August watching seven seasons of the Sons uh, of Anarchy. So well, I'm glad you did. I'm glad you did. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm Sons. glad I did too. Rest in peace, Opie. Yeah. Opie. Oh, <laughs> Opie, Sons. Jax, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, this is a great segue. Let's talk about the old actor that was in the old Pacific Rim. Pacific Rim trailer came out. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he's not in the new one. Mm-mm. John Boyega is the star of the new one. And ties into the old Star Wars and all this geekdom. What did you guys think about this trailer? This trailer came out. I don't know what to think about it initially. Johnny, you watched the trailer. What did you think initially when you saw this thing? All right. Um, I literally just got done watching it. So this is like without much time to let it sink in. I thought John Boyega looked great. In his little fire up speech to the other uh, people, he didn't really sell it for me. And I was like, ooh. And then uh, it looked like a pretty heavy CGI. Uh, but I enjoyed the first Pacific Rim. But the first Pacific Rim seemed more grounded than this one. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You know how sequels sometimes they just go too far and they just get a little cheesy? Right. I'm actually going to say the first Pacific Rim is probably going to be better than this one. 
Okay. It just looks a little much. Like with the first Pacific Rim, you really only concentrated on like two robots. What are they called, Les? Gashiki or something like that? The, no, there's the Jaegers and the Kaijus. The Kaijus are the monsters and then the Jaegers are the, uh, yeah. the robots. robots. Yeah. So there's only like two Jaegers, right, in the first one that you really like get to know. Like this one right off the bat in the trailer, I counted like five or six. Well, there were so, a few in the first one, but yeah, they got knocked out, and it's yeah. yeah, you really only yeah. attach yourself to Charlie Hunnam. I got a question: When they fire at you, are they called Jaeger bombs? Yeah, you need nah. a Jaeger bomb. You need a Jaeger <laughs> you bomb. You should look. You should look. Jaeger bomb. Jaeger bomb. Jaeger bomb. Uh, Johnny, I wish you could see this. The, the look of disappointment across from me at Boo's face when I said that. His eyes just looked at me like he was so disgusted and disappointed at me. <laughs> I have one cheap joke episode. You know that. <laughs> All right, go ahead. I thought the little black stick was our cheap joke today. Well, when you're on, we have multiple cheap jokes, Johnny. Right, you oh, thank you. You inspire me. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so so you you think that number one is going to be better. I uh, 100% again, West Coast Johnny, are 100% agree with you. It looks like there's too much fucking shit going down, and it looks like Transformers or something to me again. I hope it's just this preview, and it's not like a cornucopia of, fucking CGI blowing up everything. I hope there's mm-hmm. actually a good storyline to it. And maybe, Johnny, the reason why Boyega is throwing you off a little bit is because he's talking in his British accent, and we're not used to that in film. I don't know. No, he, he didn't. The, the, he's obviously giving a Braveheart-type speech in there. Yeah. You know, the Goonie speech. It's our time. Right. It's our time down here. Like, boo, boo, John, boo Johnny B didn't sell it. Boo wouldn't know that No, speech. he doesn't. But he does know every man dies, not every man really lives. That's true. Truly lives. That's the speech to compare all inspirational speeches to. It really is. Like <laughs> Mel Gibson might be an asshole, anti-Semite cocksucker, yeah. but the father, the fucker can like fire you up with a Braveheart speech. He sure can. <laughs> what will you do without freedom? Will you fight? And even a patriot. Oh, oh, the, yeah, that's, like that was, that's that all he does, man. Yeah. I want to fucking hire him as a motivational speaker. When, well, not maybe not so much now because people hate him. <laughs> you just gotta but, make sure he's sober. Yeah. <laughs> no, put him in character, and it's all good. There you go. Yeah, man, he's a great fucking actor, man. So poor Johnny B gets fucking compared to that, and it just it fails in comparison. It's not even close. Yeah. Well, hopefully he hopefully he does well. I love the guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully he this movie kicks ass and does well. What what do you think, Les? I I think it's going to be awesome. Okay. Uh, the first one was sick. I think this one will be just as badass. It does suck that Charlie Hunnam is not on board. You kind I think you kind of lose something when you don't have him there. John Boyega will be good, and I think Charlie Day is going to be back. He's back. Charlie yeah, Day's yeah, back. he's back. He's in the trailer. So it's all good. Let me throw this by you, Les. Charlie Hunnam, who I became a huge fan of over the summer through Sons of Anarchy, loved the actor, loved the man. He was originally cast in Fifty Shades of Grey. Yes. Did you guys know that? Yes. He read the script and said, oh, hell no. I'm not doing this movie. Oh, yeah. He's, he, and they were, they were like... No, you're the guy. Yeah, about exactly. to start. Like, mm-hmm. they were, it was yeah. like a week before production. Yeah. Yeah. Now, is that what happened here? Did, was he offered Pacific Rim 2 and he turned it down after reading the script? Because the reason why I'm asking is because Fifty Shades of Grey sucked, like as a movie. Yeah. <laughs> and so I, I guess what I'm trying to say is I trust Charlie's judgment. And if he passed on Pacific Rim 2, that's a big fucking red flag for the movie. I don't think that was the case. I think what happened was they yanked it from Del Toro. 
that Del Toro left the project. So I think Charlie uh, Charlie Hunnam's like, well, I'm out too. Yeah, he wanted to work with Del Toro. He wanted to work with Del Toro again. So I think right. that may be the case. All right. Okay. So there's a shot. Okay. Okay. But I'm telling you right now, if Charlie read the script and he's like, I'm not doing the movie, then I wouldn't even see it on your little black stick. <laughs> <laughs> I told you that the episode is going to call it Little Black Stick, right? This episode? Yeah. We're definitely I'm, I'm laying it on pretty thick right now for you. Yeah, you better yeah. lay it yeah, I, like it. I lay it on thick, too. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. Very good, nice. sir. Very good. Very That's good. funny. Pipe them down. All right. Well, they, well, <laughs> it's getting dirty. It's getting dirty. <laughs> hey, hey. Meanwhile, Aaron Hicks, it actually fits the conversation. Aaron Hicks just laid down a swant. <laughs> oh, did he really? Do you guys know what a swant is? A swinging, is a swinging bunt? bunt? Yeah. Like nice. and it like What's dribbled the to the third baseman. It's zero zero bottom six. Okay. Okay, so uh Boo, what do you think about this? We haven't got to you. It looks good. It okay. looks good. What is it? I do like the idea of having more more Jaegers, I guess. I, I I do have a fear that it could hurt the story a bit because you know you start spreading uh screen time to everybody else and then you you don't know who the well you do know the John Boyega is the the star, but you need a person to rally behind or a figure i guess yeah. rally behind and you got that in the first movie and he's gonna be the guy obviously in this yeah. one right mm-hmm. yeah i think it should be a lot more action-packed which might hurt it as a movie because like in uh was it godzilla is a very good movie well not very good it's a good movie but there's very little godzilla and that's for a good reason you know uh, the scenes that he's in there are epic and amazing you're like holy crap and you get the you get the sheer uh size and and the gravity of what's going on if you have too much Robot action, I guess it it'll just turn into like a Transformers. Like a, yeah, basically exactly what I'm just, saying. Just just like man. a Rock'em Sock'em yeah. movie. Uh, but at at least action wise, I think it's gonna be epic and and special effects wise, it looks like it's gonna be really good. But I, I I hope it's not like a Robot Avengers, which from from the trailer you kind of yes. get that sense yes. where it's like all of us are robots and let's go fight kind yeah, of thing. It's just like like thousand things going on yeah, on the screen like, at one time. Ah, shit. But I am excited to see because I I do like this franchise and now that it is actually a franchise, I am happy and I hope it continues no it, matter. Well, what. it is because it's going to tie allegedly into, allegedly uh, it's going to the I King really of the Monsters. So. Whole allegedly thing. it's going to yeah. tie into all the King of the Monsters with uh, yes. Godzilla, Godzilla and Kong. And Kong. Yeah, and all the other ones. Fucking hope so. Yeah. yeah, that would be interesting. Yeah, this should scratch an itch for all of us who won't get a Voltron live action movie. Why you have to bring that up, dude? I'm just saying this. <laughs> this should cover that and maybe deliver more than and deliver much better than the Power Rangers. Let me tell you something. I don't know. I'm just going to drop that there. Let me. Let me. I didn't hate. I didn't hate the Power Rangers movie. Thank you. I didn't see it. Thank yeah, you. but these Jaegers are just better than the Megazord. Well, yeah. No yeah, shit. I agree. Yeah, they shoot rockets Wait. and shit. Of course, it's like Gundam. For all but of us out there, it's, it's funny you brought that up. It's like Gundam and Robotech, and that's just better than Power Rangers. I'm oh yeah, sorry. I'll agree with that. It's Gundam the inspiration for it, and it yeah. just brings it to yeah, life. This is for the me. closest we'll get to yes. that. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you guys know you're on a podcast, and you like you're both talking at the same time. It's kind of hard to focus. Yes, yeah, it is. He <laughs> won't shut up when I'm talking. That's the issue. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> trying to talk over him and he keeps on talking he doesn't get the point let me uh <laughs> let me share something with you, all you guys that happened to me you're still doing it i, yeah, I know yes point let me share something that happened to me last week in class doesn't it suck when someone's trying to talk and you're talking? <laughs> oh, fuck off. i waited till you guys were done there i was right <laughs> no. okay all so right. last week I was teaching a, a high school class after school session, 
And I was talking to, I don't know, Skeekdom came up and somebody said something about the Power Rangers. And I asked them if they like Voltron. And the girl told me, God, this is, uh, I almost killed her. Girl yeah. told me, <laughs> I don't like Voltron because all it does is copy from the Power Rangers. And I had to just put her in her place and say, listen to me. You little shit. <laughs> Voltron came out like 10 fucking years, 15 years before Power Rangers came out. So everything that you see the Power Rangers doing, Voltron did it 15 years ago, you little shithead. But I didn't say the shithead part. Arraj like gets up from like behind the desk, takes a slow walk <laughs> to yeah, exactly. her desk. Look exactly. at me. Look at me like you've never looked at anyone before. <laughs> Voltron was in the 80s. <laughs> right. Okay? I, I know you weren't born, but it was in the fucking 80s. The only thing Voltron did wrong was not reproduce the toys as it was in the 80s. Yes. yes. The, the fucking Voltron toys they sell now don't even like combine. I know. Fernando sent a picture that he bought his kid, which is great. He bought his kid like this Voltron. I was like, that's not fucking Voltron, dude. That, that, what is that thing? It was a Power Ranger. That's why. I'll, I'll kill you. I'll kill you right now. <laughs> All right. So there it is. Pacific Rim 3. We talked about it. Hopefully, it's good. Two. 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 No, I'm already thinking about three, guys. Oh, yeah. Because right. two sucked. He, because two sucked. He's already <laughs> yeah. like, moving on. I'm, I'm moving on. I'm moving on. Araj is always, already trying to save the franchise, so they're going to get Michael <laughs> yeah. Bay to do the third one. Yeah. yeah forget about <laughs> oh, it. Oh, no. All right. Let's read an email that we got from our good friend, Rob. Mr. Rob Kasaba. What's up, Rob? And he wanted to talk about Ready Player One a little bit. So let's uh, read his email and uh, let's talk about it. He's, he writes, hey, guys, I definitely recommended that you read the audiobook Ready Player One before you see the movie. I actually have a lot of trepidation about seeing the movie because I like the book so much. And I've already heard that they've made significant changes, such as expanding the IROC character. No offense to TJ Miller, who I think is great. Raj, you especially will appreciate the reverence shown to Rush. People, Rush is one of my favorite bands of all time. In the book, and I think you will all get a kick of how 80s and some 70s, early 90s pop culture is woven into the story. That's what we keep hearing, and that's probably the thing that we're most excited about, actually, to tell you the truth, Rob. Um, I'm right out of the 80s, so everything pretty much resonated with me. But one of my favorite references is to Joust, which is probably the only arcade game I ever was good at. Love that game. The last one I saw was at Bootleggers in Fullerton, so check it out in your area. If you can. And Bootleggers is a place by Calcio Fullerton. And uh, it's a bar. So just to let everybody know. Goes on to say, let me know if there is going to be a Sithless viewing. And I'll definitely try to join you. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's do it. 80s question for you all. You all. What is your favorite John Hughes movie? Later, Rob. Thank you, Rob. Great email. Can't wait for Ready Player One. Can't wait to try to pick out all the Easter eggs. God, there's going to be so many Easter eggs in this film. So I'm um, very pumped up about it. And I know these two guys are too. Definitely. Thank you for that in-depth. Favorite John Hughes film? Last you want to take a hack of this John Hughes? Yeah, I'm going to venture to guess Ferris Bueller's Day Off. You took mine, you son of a bitch. <laughs> that would be it. Well, I don't even know if that was... That would be my answer. Definitely be my answer. Uh, there's definitely other ones. Um, What's your top three? Did he do Home Alone? He did. Yes, he did. All right. There it is. That's one of them. Okay. That's one more. And then uh, Breakfast Club, nice. which I didn't see 
you know the the 80s for me was a blur because yeah, i was hard partying drugs, at five huh? years old high all the time so yeah. i was literally like nine like i was a kid kid i was a child you're a child actor you're already <laughs> a high baby boy <laughs> during that time dude if you think about it the significance was never never really hit me but i ended up seeing the breakfast club later and then i was finally able to grasp why it was such a good movie in such a relatable movie for some people at that time. There you go. That was a very depth <laughs> answer. Thank you. Well, that was a canned answer, everybody. <laughs> so my my favorite my favorite would probably be have to be, yeah. Well, it's either Ferris Bueller's Day Off or uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Okay, so that's two. One yeah. Uh, um, Home Alone is good, but yeah, but The Breakfast Club is a better movie. Yeah, so that that would probably have to be. Okay, I'm gonna go Ferris, Breakfast Club, and Pretty and Pink slash Six and Candles. It's all one movie to me. It, I was gonna <laughs> say it should just be all rolled together in one movie. Yeah, it should just be a 20 hour movie of John Hughes stuff. It, John Hughes is funny. You don't. It's an all connected universe. We appreciated him watching. Yeah, right. We appreciated it when we were watching. We thought they were great movies, but yes. we didn't really appreciate appreciate him until he passed away. Right. And then looked at his catalog and went, "Oh my god, this is just unbelievable." He's done. No, and then he had a grasp of certain things, especially all of the mm-hmm. uh, teen angst kind of things going on. Movies to life. this day are still trying to rip off. John yes, Hughes and films. people are ripping off. Yes, so he was definitely visionary. Him and you know what? There's back to we talked about Blade Runner. I had something to say. Ridley Scott just does stuff, and we don't hear any snipes, gripes, mm-hmm. any bitching. Just he just puts it all out there. Meanwhile, dumb dumb James Cameron has got to <laughs> got to say something or announce something, and just ugh. Yeah, too just do your job, dude. Mm-hmm. Do your damn job. Ridley Scott, exec, exec, I can't speak. Executive produced this. Right, runner twenty forty nine. Yeah, and was mm. major consultant. All right, thank you, Rob. Appreciate it. And then we'll let you know if we're going to have a viewing. I'm sure we will. That'd be great to get all everybody get everybody together, all the Sith heads, and watch Ready Player One. Yeah, that'd be fun. Mm-hmm. Can't wait. Thanks, Rob. Uh, real quickly, Kate Winslet. Kate Winslet joins Avatar two. Deadline reported Tuesday that the Oscar winning actress is joining the ongoing Avatar saga in a role of Ronal. I don't know who that is. The news comes as a surprise for individuals who remember the stories of screaming and near drownings that surfaced after Winslet's time filming Cameron's epic historical love story, Titanic. This is what, in 1997, in an interview with the uh, Times, uh, New York Times, this is what she had to say about James Cameron. You'd have to pay me a lot of money to work with James Cameron again. <laughs> was the infamously told the LA Times in 1997 interview after the filming concluded. Then there's stories that James Cameron called her all kinds of fat names during, <laughs> during, the, during the set. So this is very surprising that she wants to come on. James Cameron came on and said that they've been trying to, Kate and I have been looking for something to do for 20 years since our collaboration on Titanic, which was one of the most rewarding of my career, Cameron told Deadline. I can't wait to see her bring the character of Renal to life. So this is, this is interesting that Kate Winslet would want to do it again mm-hmm. after all the shit that just came out with him talking shit on Wonder Woman. And then knowing that he pretty much berated her on set throughout the entire set. So That's not the story here. You, you, the, sto- the story, the story Kate, here? Uh, hold on. Before you say it, I'm going to tell you what the story I bet you you're going to say. The story here is we're going to see Kate was naked in a blue outfit. No. Damn it. Okay. 
not not. No, anymore. the story here is as much as you fucking guys cut Araj off and speak over him, you let him talk <laughs> about Avatar for ten minutes and fucking not a peep out of either one of you. <laughs> <laughs> Both of us are just looking at her. Uh, fuck Avatar. Talks. No we, we, one uh, gives a shit about Avatar, James Cameron. You piece of fucking shit. Your movies suck. You suck. I agree. One trick pony. I fucking, <laughs> I fucking hate him, <sighs> and I, we bash him every week. But I yes. just thought it was interesting that Kate Winslet, who I love, mm-hmm. I love Kate Winslet. I find it interesting that she would want to work with this fuckface again. She said it. You'd have to pay me a lot of money. Like when was the last time Kate Winslet did a big motion picture where she gets like the seven to twelve million dollar paycheck? But it's not like she said it. Broke. She's getting a lot of fucking money for this movie. I bet you they paid her a shit ton for that Divergent series. There's no way she's doing divergent and no, fuck virgin she, and suck virgin without it. No. <laughs> she was just like, that's like the movie she did just to stay a little relevant. Yes, just a tad. Yeah, like she didn't just get to hang around. For yeah. that. What are you talking about? She's in the big mountain movie that came out this weekend that made $10 million. And that was her paycheck right <laughs> there. Idris Elba. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, whatever, Kate. You want to turn blue. You want to have sex with Smurfs, Kate. That's your decision. I don't agree with you. <sighs> All right, let's move on. I'll just edit the whole fucking piece out of there. <laughs> no, you need that comedy in there, dude. <laughs> How about let's talk a little Gambit. There's not a lot you know of stuff. You know what we did? You know well, what we did? We, what do we, we do? Fucking, we Blade runner that shit. <laughs> we let that shit slow develop. <laughs> and then I came in at the end and like, boom, I'm a robot. <laughs> boom, I'm a robot. There it is, dude. <laughs> you are an android. <laughs> That's the secondary You're title a, to this episode. So Gambit, remember we talked about Gambit here and there? Oh. This fucking horrible thing is keeps fucking servicing. Mm-hmm. Yep. With Shannon Tatum. Well, it looks like Hollywood Reporter that they have a director in early talks that are trying to get Gore Verbinski. Oh, damn. Gore Verbinski is no stranger to working on blockbusters after helming the first three Pirates, Pirates of the of Caribbean. Caribbean. Yeah. If he finalizes the deal with the 20th Century Fox, it will be his first directing a superhero movie. Verbisky's other notable credits include Weatherman, Rango, The Lone Ranger, and A Cure for Wellness, which is very critically acclaimed, mm-hmm. and we didn't see that one. No. But, so this is some interesting news. I this saw was, the other two, and they sucked. I, I saw Lone Ranger, and it was not good. <laughs> and I didn't see Rango. I saw sucked. Rango. What was sucked. Rango? It was, it was like a Johnny lizard Depp, animal. Lizard. Oh, yeah. Johnny Depp. Oh, it was dumb. God. This thing is moving forward. And I don't think it's going to do well. Let me tell you. Slowly. It's, well, yeah, it's trickling forward. Yeah, Yeah, not going to do well. Molasses. You're going to see Venom in a movie without Spider-Man before you fucking see Gambit. Yes, that's for sure. I don't know how any of those are going to do Gambit or Venom. I just don't think Gambit's going to happen. It's a saturation is what we're getting. And have you seen, have you seen, um, what's his face recently? 21 Jump Street. Tatum? Channing yep. Tatum? Yep. He's, yeah. He got fat. I'm Wait. sure he, he can probably get right back into shape. Yeah. But, like, he had, like, chubby neck, borderline double chin. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I saw him in the <laughs> Kingsman. He, he, it looked like he put, put on some weight, that's for sure. But those guys, those guys lose and gain and lose so quickly. <laughs> it's fucking sick. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I'm sure he's doing Magic Mike 10 or something. He's, he's going to have to be super dedicated, though, because Gambit is a very, very lift figure. Is he? He's, he's, not, he's not massive, so he's very, very lean. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Extremely lean, unless he's going to throw just a ton of... Uh, the trench coat and the body armor might hide it, but yeah, he's going to have to lose... He's going to have to slim down real fast. Fucking no, Shannon Tatum is pretty much like built like... <sighs> I don't want to sound like an asshole. 
like he's built like me. Like you guys saw me. Like I'm not big. I'm just like lean and like cut or trying to get cut. I don't want to <laughs> say I'm cut. Trying to get cut. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? He's not yeah. bulky. No, no, he's not. He he can get bulky though. He's the kind of guy that can probably get mass mm. on him. I saw him in Magic Mike. Trust me. <laughs> and by mass, I mean. Oh yeah. Oh, there you go. Just man. kidding. Man. <laughs> All right. So let's finally get into what we want to talk about. The JLA trailer. Mm, okay. And we're going to play it here, and then we're going to talk about it. Awesome. So here's the JLA trailer. The world remains in mourning after the death of Superman. Violence, acts of war, and terrorism are all on the rise. I had a dream. It was the end of the world. I think it's something more. Something darker. We're asking people we don't know to risk their lives. Strong man is strong as alone. You ever heard that? That's not a saying. That's the opposite of what the saying is. We are not enough. The world needs Superman. I made him a promise. This is why I brought you together. Right ain't over yet. My man. No, that's your. Oh, sorry. That's your signal. That means we have to go now. Yeah, that's that's what that means. It's so cool. There you have Justice League of America trailer number two. It almost broke the internet (laughs) because people were (laughs) because people were talking so much shit on it. Mm -hmm. Oh man, that sucks. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. I just want to say that I enjoyed the trailer. Okay, mm. I'm in the minority. I think in this. No, I, I I did too. Okay, okay, I thought it was badass. Because Twitter just fucking blew up. Railed it. I we put a we put a poll up on Twitter. Did you enjoy it? Uh, this, the, you're not into it, or maybe you're into it. And I, I think actually the our our percentage is they are into it mm. by a slim margin, but I think it's it's uh, right there. Now I liked it because the CGI again wasn't fantastic, but it wasn't as bad as the first trailer. Mm-hmm. And I thought the action sequences were cool. I loved Ezra Miller's little joke at the end. <laughs> I loved they showed Superman this time in a flashback scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, in a dream, dream sequence. Dreams. Yeah. I, I thought it was cool. I think it's become very popular now to just shit on JLA or shit on anything DC before it even comes out. Mm-hmm. And so there's such a negative connotation to a trailer coming out for Justice League that you already have that mindset. Exact opposite of Star Wars, where we'll talk about in a second, where 
They could put out garbage and, and we're going to just be like, it. holy shit, that was the best fucking thing I've ever seen. <laughs> they showed a little teaser of a teaser today of Ray swinging a fucking – Just swinging and swinging people a, went ape shit. People went ape shit. Like it was – Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. Kylo picked up his saber. Did you see it? Did you like see it? Was, it? Did you like see it? Like it was it's Fellini amazing. directing it or something. Like it was unbelievable. <laughs> oh, my God. And I loved it too. I looked at it and I literally went, oh, my God, that's fucking cool. But for the – Fucking Boo is like that 11-second – teaser to the trailer was slow developing <laughs> no, no, uh, no, I, I do have to say those teasers before a, a teaser a teaser before a trailer yeah. i refuse to watch them because it's ridiculous, <laughs> it is ridiculous. wake me watch 11 seconds it, just tell me when the fucking trailer's coming out i don't need a, a, a 15 or 11 second thing which says it's coming out tomorrow fuck i can wait a few hours it's okay how about those if things it was, are just how about so if it's just stupid. amelia clark's lips telling you that that yeah that would yeah i would See, watch that yeah, I, yeah. and then i just Rewatch it. You just rewatch loop that it. 10 yeah. seconds. All you, all you need is 11 seconds of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Just kidding. I kid. I kid. All right. I'm going to go to our guest first. Johnny, what would you think about this? I liked it. I didn't love it. I sure as hell didn't hate it. Uh, everything you're saying about the CGI, it's like you should use CGI in movies, but George Lucas with the prequels like taught the industry a valuable lesson. You can't CGI the background, the foreground, and characters all at once. You know, you want to CGI the background and have everything else real good. You want to have like a real background and have some CGI like in the foreground, okay. You want to have a real background, real foreground, real people with some CGI highlights, fine. But when you fucking do two out of the three elements of, of the shot in CGI, it doesn't come out good. And that's what JLA is doing. They're using too much CGI in the background, in the forefront, the characters, the action, too much. And that is what people are instantly hating on. Now, let me tell you what I loved about the trailer. Love the music. Danny Elfman, all right, I feel is uh, more talented than Giacchino. You know, I, I think he's nowhere near John Williams. Giacchino. Um, when we were talking a long time ago um, on Rogue One about like composers, I was always like Danny Elfman, Danny Elfman, Danny Elfman, because like he's linked to Tim Burton and I love Tim Burton as a, as a quirky director. And I always like Danny Elfman's music. Yep. Plus, he was like Oingo Boingo in the 80s. Like, respect. Oh, Johnny, uh, I just literally got ex- – I just – I think I just uh, – I need to change. Yeah, the desk. The <laughs> table moved forward about bands. two inches. Yeah. Seen Oingo Boingo about 20 times. One of nice. my first concerts ever. Danny Elfman, we just saw two years ago perform down here in L.A. So everything you're saying, I'm just uh, – I'm very happy right now. Keep going. And and the song by the Wallflowers hero in the background was you. awesome. Fuck off. <laughs> fuck off. Johnny, I put I, – Johnny tweets me, I love the Wallflowers song. I go, fuck off, dude. That's a Bowie song. It's not a fucking Wallflower. But the Wallflowers did do a great cover of it, but that's a fucking David Bowie song, people. Everyone going to watch this movie, if they heard the song, they heard it when they were like 7 to 15. That's right. About Wallflowers. Yep, he's right. <laughs> that is not true. He's right, dude. That is not true. It's fucking true. true, dude. That is not fucking true. And that wasn't even a Wallflower version of that song. I don't know who the fuck's doing this cover. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'd be like, oh, they redid the Wallflower song. <laughs> That's such shit. <laughs> oh. I'm telling you. David Bowie just fucking got out of his fucking casket and said, fuck you, Grasso. <laughs> That's fucking, a fucking Bowie song. How do you think the guy who fucking actually sang and wrote Jersey Girl feels every time the Bruce Springsteen version comes on? Oh. He freaks out and he's like, I wrote it. 
and but, no one fucking realizes it. Dude, but Bowie's version was a huge hit. It was a, it was one of his you look at a Bowie In the 70s. <laughs> those people are like 55 now. Ay ay ay. Yeah, Zeppelin's in the 70s it doesn't mean the, that they the, I don't know Zeppelin songs or Rush songs or Pink Floyd songs. They're in the 70s. Stone songs. But it's like, right. a, but Aretha Franklin uh, popularized, heard it through the grapevine. And like two years later, Marvin Gaye makes it and nobody knows that Aretha, Aretha Franklin wrote and right. sang that song first right. because he did a better job. Well, you're saying, hold, let's rewind. No, no, he didn't say that, Arad. Anyway, Stop right now. This. Stop. We're saying, Stop. on this podcast, we're saying that the Wallflowers no. version is a better version no, no, than no, no, the Bowie version. No, no, that's not no, what I'm saying. No. No, 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 okay, no. okay, that's all. I am. Let me, let me, let me restate. Let me restate. Remember that. Okay, that song. Yeah, Damn. you got to understand. It was like it's 2017 right now. That yeah. song came out just for the second time in the early to mid 90s. Yes. Okay. So those people, if they were like when they discover music, 10, 11, 12 to 20, like that music generation. They're now 30 to 45-ish, right? The people that actually heard Bowie sing it in the 70s, they're not going out to see this movie. I get that. I, I understand you know that what I'm saying? part of it. They're, 50, they're fucking going to Denny's for the Grand Slam special at fucking 6, 6 a.m. Moon's, <laughs> moon, moon's over Miami cover and smothered. The, the early, yeah. early bird specials, menu. guys. That's right. <laughs> okay, I get, I get what you're saying. I, I get that. I'm just saying have respect for Bowie. I don't disrespect Bowie. I love this. This Who is he great. again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, keep going, buddy. So you loved. What'd you think about the little quirky Ezra Miller stuff that they try to throw in there, or the Aquaman stuff? Yeah, I think the last time I okay, I'm really glad you said that. I think the first time we talked about this on your show, um, I said Ezra Miller is going to be is going to steal the movie, and I still believe that you did. And I think he's proving it every trailer, every teaser. Ezra Miller will steal this movie. I think Ben Affleck will do a great job. I used to think Aquaman was going to be awesome. Now I think he's over the top too goofy. Okay. I think Thank you for saying that, gotta, Johnny. Yeah, they got to make him tougher again. They got to mm-hmm. like, he can't be the, you got Ezra Miller. That's your comedy, dude. I want Aquaman can't be goofy. I have and a take on off, that. He's coming off a little goofy. And uh, I'll wrap this up so you can go less. I'm, I'm not feeling cyborg again. Me too. I just he just doesn't look good. Me too, man. Me too. Cyborg's gonna fuck this movie. I, up. You know what? I think there's just not enough of Cyborg out there for people to get a feel for him. Yes. So the thing is, is he is there's a part of his humanity that's gone. So what we're getting is a monotone, mm-hmm. robotic, just like RoboCop. Before he gained part of his humanity back or all of his humanity back. He was very robotic. Dead or alive, you're coming with... You know, he just drop it. Like, that whole robotic monotone voice. So that's what we're getting with Cyborg. I think he'll gain his humanity. I'm hoping he'll gain it as the movie goes on. But back to Aquaman. He's a king. He needs to act like it. Mm -hmm. He needs to be a little bit more regal regal and royal and tell people. Because in the books, that's what he does. Mm -hmm. He's constantly going at it with Superman and the governments out there saying, I'm a king. You better respect me. You need mm-hmm. to respect me. Like he's backhanded Superman multiple times in the pages <laughs> How dare he? because he's like, he can, I'm a king why. and yeah. I can smack you. Yeah. And I should, you better be, you, you better know who you're talking to. Mm-hmm. 
this whole like him trying to be this cool dude like yeah i can dig it kind of right my man and all that <laughs> yeah. kind of stuff I see him as like a drunken like, like stoner what's dude. he's yeah. trying to be like this like stoner slash rapper kind of thing going <laughs> rapper i don't know man like this whole like i'm just that cool dude on the block kind of thing no like this party version of him i i i get what they want to do but he needs to come off as Diana did, or mm-hmm. as the Amazons do, mm-hmm. very regal, very royal, because he is the king of the largest kingdom mm-hmm. on the or, planet. Or just tough. Like the very first Justice League tra- teaser, he came off as terrifying, and Batman was like scared as shit. Like when he walked yeah. into the bar. Mm-hmm. Yes. He choked him out. Yeah. Of- a commanding yeah. presence. He's commanding. A commanding mm-hmm. presence is what needs to be felt. Mm-hmm. He's or a given off person, here. Yeah. A dominant and now I room, feel yeah. like his dialogue is be like, whoa, dude, you just <laughs> look a Batman. Where's Bodie? He's like the turtle in Funny Finding Nemo. Nemo. <laughs> That's what I see. No, and, and you Seriously. know what? If you knew that of Aquaman from the background, then that would be okay. But, he's but not that's like not what he is. He is the son of Atlantis and the king of the seven seas. Welcome to WatchMojo.com, and today we'll be exploring the comic book origins of Arthur Curry, otherwise known as Aquaman. We have chosen to primarily follow the storyline that unfolded in 1959's Adventure Comics number 260. One of the first true superheroes, Aquaman's backstory has been retconned several times since his debut in 1941. The most notable among these was the 1959 reintroduction as Arthur Curry, the son of an ex-sailor turned lighthouse operator who saved and fell in love with a mysterious woman who had washed ashore in a hurricane. Keeping her past a mystery, the woman's secrets began to unravel soon after she gave birth to Arthur. When the baby was only 10 months old, he fell off the side of a boat and miraculously began to swim. At the age of two, he accidentally struck his head while in the water and was thought to have drowned. His father searched the water tirelessly, only to discover the submerged boy happily playing with a turtle. This uncanny ability was only just taking shape, and Arthur soon began to interact with other sea creatures. The long-sought truth was finally revealed when Arthur's mother lay on her deathbed. There, she told her husband and son that she had come from the lost city of Atlantis, having been exiled when attempting to visit the outside world. Following her death, Arthur discovered that he had the power to control sea creatures, and sought to fulfill his destiny as the ruler of the oceans with the help of his father, who in turn devoted himself to mentoring Arthur, even going so far as to build a training aquarium. Within, Arthur uncovered the power of telepathy, using it to soon guide sea life to safety and emerge as their leader. Underwater, he's floating up to a throne. You know, Daenerys isn't walking around like, hey girl, how's it going? Like (laughs) that kind of thing. No, she's Mm -hmm. a queen. You know, it's... Just be the part. Queen mm-hmm. Bee won't do that either, huh? No. <laughs> she won't. Hey, but here's the interesting thing is that the standalone Aquaman film, I I think that it's it's not going to be that kind of attitude to Aquaman. It's going to be the tough regal guy. Let's the, hope so. Yeah, that's what I've read. That well, and you know, okay. Maybe the Thor version. But I mean, you know what, though? Thor's goofy. Thor's goofy in the in the Avengers films. Yeah, but he, 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 was he had to, to get fight. knocked He's down. Like, yeah. He got knocked down in a Thor movie right. because he was very Which regal. Yes. And he's still, you know, I'm a I'm a god. Then he got knocked down and he realized, you know. Well, this is yeah. the problem. This is the problem that JLA is having is that these movies didn't come out before uh-huh. to show you a regal Aquaman, to show you a badass Aquaman. And yes. now he's kind of like I'm on Earth and I'm a goofy, drunken stoner dude. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Who drinks but, beer. Because that's yeah. what he does in the, in the he's just pounding beers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, the trailer the trailer was good. I don't think it did anything uh, more than the last one did. 
it didn't show me anything more or, or give me anything to get more excited about it. It just kept me the same. Uh, I do feel that um, everybody will do fine. Aquaman could sink this movie. You think? Oh, nice pun. I think. I nice think pun. the movie. You like that? Yeah. <laughs> Eighty-six. I, yeah, I think how he is, how he's portrayed, and how people like him may save or sink this movie. Interesting. And then my second point is: there's not enough cyborg story-wise. You have no idea. There's very little scenes with him in in both of the trailers. You almost have no idea who he is or what he is. You know, everybody knows Batman. Now and now everybody knows Wonder Woman because they've seen her movie. Um, everybody knows The Flash because most people have seen the show. Uh, a lot of people know Aquaman. But with Cyborg, there's very little of him in the trailer. There's people uh, less people know about him, that kind of thing, which I think is hurting him as a character. And also, I just don't like the fact that he's there. I think there's other people who deserve to be there besides I, I him. Agree. Cyborg Why, is a core member of the Justice League. I get League. it. I get it less. So, I get it less. But we have had this discussion yes. before. Why, in a movie this important, why wouldn't you put a green arrow or a fucking green lantern or somebody that's well, Martian Manhunter? Martian Manhunter. Well, okay, let's somebody. go along the lines of diversity, and maybe they could have put John Stewart Green Lantern there yes, instead. That would have been better. Yeah, love it. But Vic Stone works. He's a. I mean, he does right. work. Right. I think what they they need to do is flip it and hide right. more Aquaman and stick more Cyborg out there. That would help. They probably because it seems as if they're hiding Cyborg yeah. because of what we're all going about saying right now. Mm -hmm. They are, and what the reactions are out there is like we don't like Cyborg. He shouldn't be there. Mm -hmm. He's a ripoff of Iron Man. <laughs> he's not a human. He's he's got this monotone voice. He, there's just not much of Cyborg out there. And what you can see on TV is Teen Titans you Go. Shouldn't see it, yeah. Which you're like, it's a kitty cartoon. Exactly. Yeah. It, it I really no, don't want to. Yeah. No wait. There's yeah. nothing there. I get it. I do want to wait for the movie, though. Yeah. Obviously, they have no choice. They have no damn choice. <laughs> I'm very familiar with the character, so for okay. me, it's not an issue. The and then with Aquaman, I do have to agree that he should be more regal. If somebody wants to see how he should be, I believe it's the pilot for the Justice League animated show. Okay, I'm pretty sure it's the pilot. And the first episode has Aquaman. The first time you see the world sees Aquaman, he comes up from the beach. Comes up from the beach walking. Uh, crosses traffic and slams a car because it's going to hit him and oh. it makes it flip over him. Uh, okay. He doesn't give a shit. He's like, I am, I am Aquaman. I am king. Walks into the UN and yeah. demands the world's attention. Okay. Says, I am, I am the king of Atlantis. You guys need to stop pillaging and polluting the ocean or else there'll be re repercussions. Of course, yeah. Superman and nice. all the Justice League gets there. That sounds like a sick scene if this, yes, if was in this he movie. Gains, yes. He and gains then that's the actually world's... in Rebirth. There's something like that that happens oh, where okay. the yeah. armies of Atlantis comes up and he's on top. Right. Of it makes like, a presence. Like, here's the, here's like, the question before we throw Johnny, a line. Here's the question. That's what Aquaman is. Is he wearing that. what he's wearing or is he wearing his Miami Sh Dolphins he's fucking jersey? He's wearing his. He's shirtless with his hand cut off. Long hair. Okay. And his yeah. trident. Okay. Hand. Yeah. yeah. He, he looks because awesome. Okay. Right yeah. on. Yeah. He looks awesome. That's, that's the Aquaman that we need to see. Okay. Very, very short on words. Knows who he is. Knows the importance. Uh, I don't think we're going to see people. that Aquaman. Yeah. No. That's what I'm afraid of. That's what I'm saying. He could make or break this movie. Yeah. Johnny, go ahead, bud. Well, before I forget, I just, I just want to say if John Stewart isn't the next Green Lantern, I'm giving up on humanity. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you, Johnny. Yeah, 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 I agree. Yeah. yeah I, I just like number one, he's written better in the comics. Number yes. two, in mm -hmm. today's day and age, we need an African-American hero. Another one. Actually, I'm sorry. We need an African-American hero. 
You know what I mean? Because the Falcon doesn't count. You know what I mean? Because he's like a sidekick and he doesn't really have like a lot of special powers. No, but Black Panther's going to be good. He's not American. Not American. Ah, American. there you go. You're right. You're right. He's not American. Good point. I I agree. I I need Jon Stewart to be the next Green Lantern. Just for fucking, for for goddamn, for the the kids, man. For the kids. For the kids. kids. No, I agree. For the kids. No, just just for everyone to feel like everything's right in the world. Yeah. Yeah. It just will make sense. Yes. Yeah. That would be great. By the way, coming full circle, the Black Panther, uh, I read a huge article on uh, The Hollywood Reporter how that Blade Runner inspired the shit out of Black Panther's hmm. uh, Wakanda. The, oh, the, the, society? the society? Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, pretty so cool. We'll see oh, how that, that goes. You look amazing then. Yeah. That's awesome. So uh, then again, here we go. But Johnny, what do you think about this whole hating on DC? I know there's reasons for people to hate, but... Do you, do you think that they're giving the trailer a fair shake before they even watch it? All right. No, they're not giving it a fair shake. But when you throw that CGI cartoon garbage at us mm-hmm. and we already talked about like the Aquaman, right. you know, buffoonery, belly who, <laughs> you know, we're not giving them yeah. a good product either. <laughs> right. We're not helping the cause. We're not helping the cause. Yeah. But there are too many people that are just like. Zack Snyder sucks and this movie's going to suck and like don't compare it to Marvel just compare it to like the the DC movie before it because like we all talked about on this on this podcast before Marvel built this universe film by film starting in 2008 DC is trying to take a shortcut trying to get to like Batman versus Superman to Justice League as fast as possible without developing these people and um they're, you know, they're just judge, judge these movies against themselves, not against Marvel. That's what I'm trying to say. Yes, exactly. Yes. And, uh, and, and, the, and then what do. you, what, what you guys, I know it is hard to do. And what you guys were saying about Cyborg, I just want to say, um, he looks dumb. The CGI suit looks dumb. Like Hawes says it all the time. He loves Boba Fett because when he was little, he thought he looked cool. Sure. Like I, I, don't think Cyborg looks cool. I don't think he looks believable. Like I don't. He doesn't look like he's in a RoboCop iron suit to me. He looks like he's fucking um, the the shitty Green Lantern suit. You know, like bad CGI <laughs> suit. Yeah. No, you're right. And, so. and people love their their heroes because they look cool. Yeah. I mean, Batman looks fucking yeah, you, cool. You you see it. Yeah. And that's the first appeal. Spider Man. Unless it's Clooney Batman. Batman and looks and fucking look cool. cool. Mm-hmm. Clooney Batman with the the nipples. Yeah. That. Was, yeah, no. and, and people didn't like that, dude. <laughs> they let it be known, right? right. Can I can I defend the that. nipples for a second, please? Oh. At, Hashtag. Uh, <laughs> can I defend the nipples? Hashtag <laughs> defend the nipples. Sorry, Johnny. <laughs> no, it's okay. Like the 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 Roman guard, like the baddest soldiers of the Roman Empire, yes. their armor had nipples. So it's like it's not that far fetched. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Good point. Good point. But way to bring the centurions Johnny's and Roman the only legions one that's ever down. Defended dude. that Batman defend suit. Defend the by nipples, the way. but uh, and he has a good point. But Superman's good... suit is skin tight. Mm-hmm. You never see his nipples. He puts Batman ba- is wearing. Well, because there's a reason. He chafes and he puts band aids on him. Ah, yeah. do you paste these joggers? If you try to not fucking cool, dude. zoom around the fucking yeah. universe, the speed is sound. Your it gets cold in space, so he doesn't want he doesn't want zingers out there. Yeah, exactly. Can you imagine Superman zingers? He cut fucking glass. Glass. Yeah, it's like Reese, Reese Witherspoon's chin. 
There's a family guy cut in for that, too. I know it is. Uh-oh. It's a combination lock. Looks like I'm just going to have to cut through it. Good thing I brought Reese Witherspoon's chin. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Johnny, what was that, buddy? All right. Well, there you have it, guys. The JLA trailer. Please watch it and um, try not to be so biased about it. But the CGI is pretty fucking bad. Johnny's right. And hopefully they'll fix that. And remember, Josh Wheaton took over this thing, mm-hmm. kind of like Ron Howard took over the Han Solo film. So we will see how he does, mm-hmm. see how he molds this thing. Can yeah. I give you some Walking Dead shit I found? Oh, please. 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 It might it might not be new, but I, it's new to me. Um, <laughs> the girl who played Andrea, Lori Holden. Yes. She apparently like threw a bitch fit to like a reporter and said she's still upset the way they wrote her character, that her story arc with the governor was stupid and unbelievable, and she tried her best with that garbage, and she's still bitter that knowing that her character lives on for years and years and years after the fact um, in the comic books, she's still upset they killed her off like so soon in the TV show. She's just still bitter. Yeah, that's interesting that she's still bitter. I heard when it happened, she was really upset. And she didn't see it coming at all. So that's interesting that she's still pissed off about it. Because she really hasn't done anything else. Mm -mm. So she's probably wondering, why the fuck am I not on that show still? I hated her, to be honest. I hated hated the character. You weren't alone. A lot of people did not like her character at all. I thought she was all right. Yeah, yeah, it was okay that she died. It didn't hurt that much. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't a huge fan, but yeah. she didn't like. I wasn't. I didn't despise her, but yeah, I wasn't a huge fan. But when they killed her off, it like it gave the show weight. Like, I don't care if you read the comic books, we're not always going to follow yes, it. Yes, that's so exactly. ever because remember, remember when Glenn, when we knew Glenn died in, in the next episode, we knew Negan was going to kill Glenn. But then, like, you got to really think about it for eight months. Like, well, maybe not because they don't follow it all the time. That's right. And Walking Dead's going to start in about two weeks. The 22nd. Right. The 22nd. 22nd yeah. And also Stranger Things, too, in, on the 27th or 28th yeah. on my birthday. Mm-hmm. Oh, happy birthday. Oh, thanks, man. We're going to have a huge birthday celebration here. Uh, costume. Haunted House Maze. Posted Ooh. it on Twitter, so everybody's coming. Yeah, you better not fucking. <laughs> but Five dollars at the door, though. I, wish I was here, not buddy. invited. Yeah, well, oh. yeah, well, of course, yeah, well I, I'm going to send you an invite. If you can make it, then, you know. Yeah, if you want to fly be the best, be awesome. best birthday present I bet would have. That'd be the <laughs> ultimate surprise, Johnny. <laughs> Except for that Voltron back in sixth grade. That was. What, what if he comes with the And Voltron? I got a Millennium Falcon in third grade. Or how about he comes with both of those? If he comes with the both of those? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to go back home with him. <laughs> If I had both of those, I'd just, I'd them. just keep them, yeah. to be honest with you. <laughs> like, what the fuck am I going to give them? That's fucked up, Johnny. <laughs> All right, let's, let's get into some Star Wars. I want to play a voicemail for Johnny, and I've saved this voicemail for a couple of weeks because I, I wanted to play it uh, when Johnny was on, and so I want him to hear it. And then also, we're going to talk about the trailer and what Johnny's expecting, what you guys want to see real quick, and then we are done with the episode. So, Is it under two minutes? Because I have like a short attention span. No, I, I just because it's you, I made sure I edited it under two minutes. Okay. No, I, I think it is under two minutes. So, All right, so this is Neil from Chicago. Hey, sisters, it's uh, Neil from Chicago. I just dropped you a line. Um, what I wanted to present to you today was not much of a question, but just more of a hope for the next trailer since, uh, according to Mark Hamill, that's going to be in about 10 days. So um, 
I wanted to give you guys just a, uh, what I think would be an awesome trailer, at least the start of it, and then see what you think and see what you guys think would be awesome in the next trailer. So my thought was that as you get the usual Starfield opening to most of their trailers, uh, you hear Yoda speaking to Luke in the background and some of the catchphrases from his training on Dagobah. And then it slowly starts to pan out, and you see Luke open his eyes. And there in front of him is Ray training. And, of course, you get some more montage shots of her training, and then it spins off into the rest of the trailer. But I thought it would be really cool for them to reference uh, The Empire Strikes Back a little bit in the beginning. Not too heavy on it, but really just to kind of get that mentor-mentee relationship idea cemented uh, with this film. So, anyway, just wanted to drop you guys a line and see what you think. Anyway, again, thanks for all you guys do. You are quickly becoming the uh, top three podcast, uh, part of my top three podcast list every week. So, thank you for that. And, uh, yeah, let me know what you think. Have a great day. I want to know what the other two podcasts are in his top three before I answer this fucking question. Well, well it's, it's got to be Rogue One and Blue Harvest, Johnny. I better be. I'm out. Thank you, Neil, by the way. That was a great voicemail. We really appreciate it. And thank you for the kind words. Yes. Um, that's, uh, that means a lot to us, and we appreciate you taking your time. I'm sorry I didn't put it on last week, um, and I put it on this uh, this week, but um, – you have a perfect guy to answer this question. Yep. So, Johnny, what do you think? First of all, I love his take on it. I don't think we're going to get that take. But, Johnny, what do you think we're going to see on Monday? You know what? A lot of people are, like, saying this movie is going to be like Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. I think this movie is going to be more like Rocky Four. I think this movie you're going to see Ray train, and you're going to learn more about the Force. I think you're going to see Kylo train, and you're going to learn more about the dark side of the Force. I think you're going to see Snoke in the flesh and de- delivering a line uh, in this trailer. Um, and you're going to see how fucked up the resistance is. Like you're going to you're going to realize that the First Order has the upper hand in this trailer. OK, John Doe's got the upper hand. <laughs> OK, I, I, I agree with you. I think we're going to definitely see Snoke. Hundred percent. We have to see Snoke, but mm-hmm. only because we've seen Snoke, right? Mm-hmm. He's been out now. Um, we're definitely not going to see. I do believe. I'm saying this right. I do believe Yoda's in this film. One mm. way, from one form or another, Yoda's going to be in this film. I um, hope so. Yeah, I do. You too. will not see him in a trailer, though. We, no. we will, yeah, we're definitely not going to see him in a trailer. You're not going to hear him in the trailer. No. Um, you're going to see a lot of training. You're going to see Luke doing some stuff. You're going to see some Kylo. Being just a dick, you're gonna see more phasma, and I think you're gonna see phasma and Finn going at it. That should be good. Yeah, in the trailer. In the trailer, I think. Hmm. Um, there's gotta off. be one big thing in the trailer, and I don't know what that is. The last one was the Jedi must end. What is this big thing going to be in this trailer? You know, you're not gonna see ignite the green. I will be so pissed off if we see Luke fighting anybody in this trailer. They need nah, to save these things, dude. Yeah. We're not going to get much, but there's got to be, I think, one special thing in this trailer. And I don't know exactly what that is. I, I think it's going to come from Snoke. I think okay. a lot like the, the Force Awakens initial teaser, you heard Snoke speaking. Yeah. You know, do you feel it? You know, the yeah, lights. Oh, there's man. been an awakening. 
Yeah, so I just exactly. had flash. I just had flashbacks of when that came out and how great I felt when I watched that. So the oh shit moment would be Snoke in the flesh delivering a line. That's what I think. And maybe the line will be like because the the first Snoke line directly referenced the title of the film, right? Have you felt it? You know, The Awakening, Force yes. Awakens. So maybe like, and I'm guessing it'll be something along the lines of like, you know, it's now time for you to to go get the last Jedi, or we found the last Jedi. You know what I mean? It's in, the, in, whole... the, in the trailer on that. Yeah, and oh. the trailer on We Found the Last Jedi. We found the the last Jedi Skywalker. Mm-hmm. That would be amazing. Boom. We found the last Jedi Skywalker. That's will, my guess on the last we, line. Will we see Leia speak? Yes. Oh. Without a doubt. Okay. Okay. That's especially awesome. now. Especially now. They yeah. they're they're gonna know they're gonna know to like pull those harsh strings, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. What do you what do you think, Boo? Um, well, what I'm hoping for, what I'm always hoping for is more Millennium Falcon. Because, <laughs> yeah, what is it? Uh, in The Force Awakens, that yeah. was one of the best parts in the movie for me, seeing it flying around and just doing amazing things, being the Millennium Falcon that we've all heard of and that kind of thing. Right. Uh, that, you know, I, I can never get enough of that. And then I would like to see more, uh, more uh, Kylo training scenes. You know, like the uh, the you see, see because we we we've seen Jedi training, never seen dark side training, the Sith, Sith training. So, yes. So yes. going back to what Johnny said, a, a Rocky Four. Yes. Kind of. But yeah, but I I really don't need any more Jedi ness. I just I just want to see because you know we've we've read comics, we've uh, read stories, we've never actually seen how harsh it is. How how uh, of the Sith know. training exactly? Okay. Yeah, I, I would like to see a couple glimpses of that. Um. Maybe uh, maybe more uh, space battle well, can scenes. I, can I interject? Can I interject? Please, yes, please. please. You you have seen Sith training. They just do it on like the next level. For example, part of Anakin's Sith training to become more powerful was to like kill the Jedi and kill the younglings. Oh, that's true. Uh, Kylo's Sith training was to kill Han Solo, kill his father. Mm-hmm. But, but so uh, oh, yes, it's always saying. it's something close to you or something. Yeah. So it's so, so extreme that mm-hmm. people would be yeah, like, oh, so their shit. Training's more there's emotional. no turning back from there's emotional training. You want to see combat. training? I, I want to see like him gaining new new force powers, stuff like okay. this, him trying something, him being punished for for uh, you uh, want to see a more failing. regimented kind of exactly, thing. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. You, you are right. We have seen training where it's do this or you're fucked up and you know you're you're not a sith yeah i get well, that well with anakin it was manipulation right from the start Bingo, it was yeah. someone's going to happen mm-hmm. you don't want that to happen i could help you yeah, i could help so you so it won't yeah. happen yeah. yeah okay uh yeah i would oh like to see God. more of that and then i'd also like to see more of um uh cantobite oh yes yes cantobite you mean <laughs> yeah i'm yeah, yeah, Brittany. the podcast yes yeah. yes i would like to see more of that but also the planet yeah yeah i think you will You'll yeah. see more of Cantabite. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. So, yeah. Anything else you want to interject on this, Johnny? I know we're going to talk about it. We're going to dissect it on, on Rogue One, a podcast, Star Wars podcast for winners. Looking forward to it. Yes. Yes, yes. So, please check that out, everyone. Yeah, guys, listening. tune in on Thursday. We'll dissect the, um, the trailer. And let's, let's see if we're right. Yeah, exactly. Let's see if we're right. It'll be it'll be a lot of fun. Can't wait. It, this is a great time to be alive, everybody. A great time to be alive. Star Wars is less than I think seventy, what seventy two days away or something I, like that. I think it's under seventy now. It's under yeah. seventy now, and it's going to be an amazing time. Tickets will go on sale allegedly tomorrow 
right after the either right after the uh, trailer or a little bit after. So get ready for the internet to internet break crash, yeah. big crash. Yeah. Oh jeez. And I know Jason Ward from Making Star Wars on Net is doing an Adam Tickets kind of deal. Um, so I think we're all going to go watch it together. Mm-hmm. Um, I was supposed to tell you both tonight so we can tell him how many tickets we need. <laughs> so I'll talk Sounds to you guys good. later about all that. Right. But uh, can't wait. It's going to be amazing. Uh, Johnny, you will be there on my lap in spirit. <laughs> Force ghost Johnny. Yes, Thank I'm gonna, you. I'm going to poke him, if you know what I mean. Ha. All right. Let's hear another voicemail regarding Star Wars. And this is our friend, our pal, our king of all kings. King of all Toms, Mr. <laughs> King Tom has weighed in on some a Star Wars question. So let's listen to His Majesty himself, King Tom. Hello, Sithheads. King Tom here. Got two uh, Star Wars-related questions. First, every now and then people play the, hey, do you want to see this actor in Star Wars game? And I, I got one for you. I want to know your opinion on it. Peter Cullen. Legendary voice of the legendary Optimus Prime. What do you guys think about him in a Star Wars I go back and forth. I mean, it might take me out of it, you know, to hear his voice coming out of a droid or a computer or something. But at the same time, if you've ever seen a picture of the guy, he's older, dignified, mustache, brown hair. He'd fit in as like a senator or as a, you know, republic slash resistance admiral. You know, even give him a line like, the first order must be stopped, no matter the cost. I don't know. Part of me likes it. Part of me thinks it would take me at it. But what do you guys think? Guy with voice like that means so much to geek culture, but at the same time, don't do it. Anyway, just an idea. My other question, and this is more me being nosy, because, um, you know, I think it would be cool to hang out with you guys. But uh, Star Wars, Last Jedi tickets go on sale Monday, I hope. Do you guys, like, plan on seeing it? Do you guys go together to something like this? You know, it's huge. Um, I know there are a lot of big movies we all like coming out throughout the year. You see them when you can see them. But something like this, is this something, you, you know, you make a point to go, you plan, um, you tell Les, hey, no snacks, or you, you set them in a, a separate um, area of the theater so you're not interrupted by crunching? I'm just worried, I, or not worried, wondering how you guys handle that. Anyway, thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you guys later. <laughs> King Tom. Dropping some dropping some uh, bombs there on Crunch Crunch right now. Yes. Thank you, King Tom, for that voicemail. Like always, fantastic. Uh, uh, first question, first answer to your first question, I'd love to see him, Colin, Peter Colin, in a Star Wars film. I think he would be fantastic. He looks noble and mm-hmm. he looks elegant <laughs> and his voice is one of a kind. And not only was he the Transformers voice of Optimus Prime, but he was Voltron's intro. The voice. intro, yeah. And it's, uh, yeah, would love to see him. Second of all, yes, we do absolutely watch films like this. We watch all, all the movies pretty much together. And if this, we can, we yeah, try. We, we try, try to try get it done. Too, like yeah. Blade Runner, me and Les watched together, and Boo couldn't, but he went today and watched it. So. But yeah. something this big, we definitely are, are planning on watching it together. And it looks like we might be watching it with the Making Star Wars family and Jason Ward, Amanda, and all the rest of uh, the peeps that are going to get tickets through Adam Tickets. And we're going to be there for a double feature, it looks like. So it's going to be a big, good, amazing, fun time. So, yeah. 
King Tom, we wish you lived down here. We'd love to go see movies with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'll definitely sit by you because you and I can talk oh, and no, crunch no, no, during no, the no, whole thing. No, no, no. Especially if it's an X-Men movie. You have to sit on opposite ends of the movie theater because <laughs> you're going to talk. You can talk before and after, but no, you two, yeah, you actually, guys will talk for two and a half fucking hours during the movie. I don't think movie. King Tom would talk. Actually, no. you know I, and I, I don't either. I don't as much. I do have sensibilities. It was a one-time thing. One is too I'll much. give him credit. And Blade Runner, not a peep. And I do. He, he looked pretty enthralled. <laughs> good, I was. I, yeah. What, so other movies weren't as enthralling? Wolverine dying wasn't yeah, as enthralling. Yeah, Logan, like, you know what? I, I need some you know what? right now. I really should have just stuck my finger in there and pulled a couple of the pieces That's what out. she said. Move. That's but <laughs> I poured it, and yes, it made the noise. Okay, <laughs> rewind that whole sentence. I'm going to rewind it for you. I should have put my finger in there and pulled a couple out. Um, what else? But yes, I poured it. And yes, it made I poured the noise. it. And it made some noise. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Take that out of the context. I had a box yeah. of uh, peanut butter and minutes. There we go. Now you're going to revisit the yeah. story again. Yeah, no, you don't need to revisit. You fucking interrupted the most. And yes, it, I even. scene in the film. <laughs> The most, most important, the most emotional, the most scene. emotional, sentimental scene in, in the film. You ruined comic book movies. The most yeah. emotional scene in comic book movies, and you uh, decided on me some candy right now. And you know the, the the aftermath of all that is felt throughout. Oh, I know. Johnny because got in that, trouble. Johnny, sorry. Talked about that situation in the Rogue One Army chat. I'm so sorry for Haas. that. Fuck the movie for Hawes. Yes, we know. It's like a fucking. It reverberates. I do not hold fault joke. for that though. I will not hold fault for that. All right, so King Tom, thank you for your voicemail. It was great, and uh, move down here so we can see movies with you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, I think um, I think we did it. I think we did a podcast under two hours, and I think we had a great podcast. We had some laughs, we had some cries, we had some sexual tension. <laughs> some sexual we have a new nickname for Les <laughs> and a new That's, title for the podcast. That can't work, guys. <laughs> little going to work. Little, can we call him Little Big Stick? Oh, there we go. We can, get, we can get two little puns in there, you know, little big stuff. Well, like, I saw a picture of you. You know, I saw, I've seen a couple pictures of you. Like, you're a big dude. He's big. Yes. Like. Big shoulders, big arms. Yeah. Beefy. But all, but, yeah, beefy. Beefy. I love it. Beefy. beefy. But, but, Johnny, you know what steroids does to you, right? And your penis. Oh, you so, got to be kidding me, so dude. This, this, uh, Never in my life. Dude. He's getting railed right now. Steroids, dude. Just kidding. He, <laughs> he works his ass off. I see it every day uh, at the gym. He's working his butt off. But uh, I do put in work. Little big stuff. <laughs> That's going to be our next shirt. Uh, and, Johnny, we are going to make a shirt. It's still in the works. I got to talk to Adam. Where you're going to be. We're going to be run DMC, and you're going to be the front man of the Sith list because you're a hype man. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's uh, it's in the works. It's going to be great. Wouldn't Johnny, that be um? Hold on. Wouldn't that be um? Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Um, KRS One and um, yep, and Flavor Flav, uh, Public Enemy. That's yeah, not K- KRS One. KRS One was in, in Boogie Down Productions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. KRS uh, Chuck Public, D. Yeah, Chuck D. Yeah. Chuck D. And Flavor Flav. You'd be our Flavor Flav. And that's what I was. Somebody actually said that he needs a big clock on him. Oh, so that'd be awesome. Uh-huh. That'd be fun. That'd be a fun shirt. I but, do have a big clock on me. Oh, huh. wow! <laughs> Small hand, little hand, and big hand, or what? Oh. <laughs> it's actually, it's actually just, it's digital. Yeah, it's on his, it's on his wrist. Yeah. It's on your wrist. Yeah, oh. you have a Fitbit. <laughs> Apple Watch. Come on. Yeah, Apple Watch. Apple Watch. Uh, Johnny, where can people listen to your amazing podcast? Oh, please check us out on the Making Star Wars 
dot net podcast network. So what I would actually like you to do is just go ahead and go to makingstarwars.net and hit the podcast page and you'll find us there as well as other amazing podcasts. Or you can just uh, follow me on Twitter at Rogue One Johnny. And that's one with a W. And I post it on Twitter every Thursday. You can just hit that link. I'll make it nice and easy for you. I make shit easy. And if you don't listen to Rogue One, give me give me a couple episodes. I guarantee you, guarantee you, you'll be hooked. This is yeah. just a small sampling of what <laughs> of what Rogue One is. Oh yeah, this is like an appetizer. Yeah, this is, this is like the cheese sticks before the fucking yeah. steak. <laughs> But if you, uh, where are you going? if you, I don't know where I'm going. Where are you if, going? I have no idea. Cheese sticks before. Steak. I don't know. I know. <laughs> I'm going to, I, I'm not going to a nice restaurant. That's, no, right. that's what I'm wondering. Sizzler. I'm going to Applebee's. That's yeah. what I'm going. No, no. What don't they call like cheese, like put, what is it? Poutine. Poutine. Like, that's cheese fries, right? Yeah. That's cheese, yeah, cheese, cheese fries. fries. It's like it, yeah. poutine. It's like, bitch, it's cheese fries. No, it's poutine. It poutine. I paid $40 for it. <laughs> that's right. <dude. laughs> exactly. No, Cause it's right. a cheese sauce. And they'll put some truffles yeah. on top. Yeah. And like, it's a like, truffle <laughs> cheese sauce. Exactly. <laughs> <It's stupid>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. And also if you don't have Johnny, which you should, and you just check our Twitter, we post, we retweet a lot of rogue one stuff. So you can catch rogue one on our tweets as well. All right, but you still have to follow me on Twitter because Araj rarely leaves the link to the podcast. He does this amazing art for the podcast. He says a lot of nice things, but then like he doesn't put the link, so it's just like, oh, look at the pretty picture. Let me break this. (laughs) Let me break this down. I did this once. I always, always once is too much. I've done it. I did it once where I did. I fucking forgot and I fucking made this cool little picture and I forgot to put the link and he gave me shit for it. They're all cool. Yeah, thank you, buddy. I still have the Chewbacca one. Thank you. Yo, you're welcome. You're welcome. And I enjoy doing it. So, all right, I'm actually, guys. I'm, I'm looking at him right now. Sorry. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, no I don't mean to get emotional right now. No, no, no. Oh. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> and uh, we know how it is. Uh, Coco's, Coco's recovering. She's in the living room recovering. And uh, and we know how important animals and mm-hmm. pets are. It's just un- it's unbelievable. They're your kids. It's ridiculous. They are your kids. Mm-hmm. So much so that Boo and Les here have babysat for us. Multiple times. Mm-hmm. Yes, I have. Yeah. yeah. Lorena actually told me, she's like, isn't it funny that we have two male babysitters for our doggy? Uh, I said, well, you know. Do you want to continue having babysitters? I didn't say that. He's well, speaking it, for himself. You guys are one it's, at this I, point. It, that that ring on your finger makes a big old circle around the both of you. Oof. What are you saying? <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I, don't know, I don't know where he was just went on. I, I have no idea where I, he was I, going, I was on Johnny. Your side help on us. I, I know. I'm helping with you. Yeah, I don't know. I know where that went. That guy quiet real fast. <laughs> I know. Oh, damn. I, I demand a presence. And we will see you next week <laughs> on the Sith List. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you for listening and tuning in. Thank you, Johnny, for coming on. We had a great time, as always. It was a pleasure having you on our podcast. And we will see you next week on episode 62 of The Sith List. Stranded in the spooky time.